Trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Yep. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. Get I hit the high side, boy. I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do them like Kyle Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast. Throttled Up will be a weekly podcast featuring Matt and Dustin. We plan to discuss the legendary Brownstown Speedway, along with other local dirt tracks, Eldora, Salem Speedway, and all of your IndyCar and NASCAR news. Don't miss an episode of Throttled Up, the podcast. Hey, Mo, are you going to win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, because y'all know I'm about to send it on me. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt. I'm throwing dirt, 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 I miss that dirt, 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 gotta get back to I'm it. a dirt trackaholic, call it what you call it, Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that dirt, 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 I miss that. Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast, recording live tonight from the Jackson County Fair. Uh, exciting night tonight to, to get out to the fair and uh, talk a little bit. We've had some technical difficulties getting started here with uh, Facebook Live, wasn't able to do so, but still excited to uh, be here at the fair right on the other side of uh, Brownstown Speedway and, and getting to uh, do a little bit of an interview tonight. Before we get started, I do want to talk about our sponsors again uh, in the fastlaneproductions.com. Can't say enough about what Ryan and Nathan do every week. Uh, especially supporting us and getting things out for us. And uh, if you are not a, a uh, member of In the Fast Lane Productions, I can't say enough about going out and getting that subscription. Also, Schaefer Photo and Custom Tee. Mark and Jamie Schaefer, make sure that you go see Bobby Bowling in the uh, Schaefer Photo and Custom Tee trailer uh, at every Brownstown Speedway race right there behind the uh, grandstand. Uh, Brownstown Speedway and Jim Price, I want to thank them for everything they've done for us this year getting us started and then our two new sponsors uh the first one uh being miller uh, termite and pest control uh they can take care of any pest control needs that you may have uh, from termites to bed bugs to ants to spiders uh, look them up on facebook at miller termite and pest control you can email them at pest underscore or pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com uh, phone number 767-5675. Last but not least, Billy Badfast Performance. Uh, Billy Badfast Performance is for racers, by racers. It is your source for new and used racing parts and supplies. They are currently stocking Schaefer's oil products and front and rear bumpers and door bars for your late model or modified. Give us a call. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. That is Billy Badfast Performance. All right, now that after I did that off the top of my head, I apologize to any sponsors that we may have missed. But uh, exciting night here at the fair, Matt. Uh, i got a couple guests with us. I'm going to throw it over to you to go ahead and introduce them. Yeah, we have uh, Indiana Pro Late Model Series driver Tyler Kane. Tyler ran, uh, what, this is your second year, Tyler, or third year? Uh, this is my third year in the, in the crate division. And then you ran many, many years in the Super Stocks. Yeah, uh, I think it was, this is... My 15th year of racing, I think. So and 12, I, 12 years in the Superstock. Yeah, yeah. And long time. Also, we have your wife, Carrie Kane, here. Carrie, glad to have yes, you. Yes, thank you. You're actually, glad to uh, be here. 
the first racer's wife to be here. You know, I know you're a racer really? yourself, but you're, you're the first wife to show up and talk with us. So. Awesome. Makes me feel special. <laughs> Congratulations on that. And also, you know, when we uh, did the last episode, I said you have an announcement to make this evening. So whenever you're ready to make that announcement throughout the broadcast, we'll let you do that. So. Well, I'll start with, for both of you can kind of answer this question, and, and where did the, the passion and, and, you know, excitement for racing and the reason why you do this, why, where did it start from for you guys? I, I'll go first. Uh, it kind of started out, uh, my dad, my uncles, uh, my cousin Jeff, my dad raced go-karts, my uncles raced go-karts, uh, my uncle Johnny and my uncle Alex they were part of Frank Kimmel's pit crew on the ARCA team. So I, I was surrounded by racing all my life. Begged mom and dad to let me start racing when I was seven or eight. And she said no. So I had to wait till I, I started when I was 14. And uh, my, uh, my mom and dad got me a mini stock for Christmas one year. And uh, that was the best Christmas present. I was gonna ever. say that's that's a pretty good Christmas uh, yeah. present. Yeah, I looked out. I looked out in the front yard there, and I, I seen that. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> it's really gonna happen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that was uh, what what just just sitting in the stands when I was a little kid, coming down here and you know seeing the late models. Uh, that that really sparked me. Uh, back I'm seeing Doug Alt, Don O'Neill. Uh, Kevin Claycomb, John Gill. Uh, I knew I, when I was sitting in that stand, so I, that's, I wanted to do that one day. That had to be the longest December to March ever, man. You know, after you got the car in December, and then you had to wait until March to get it out. And for yeah. Those, uh, for, the, for those of us listening, we've got the tractor pulls going right behind us, so uh, we got a little good background noise going as well. But go ahead, Tyler. Yeah, uh, we got the car. Uh, it was... It was a used car, but, you know, Santa Claus was, was supposed to bring it, but it was a used car. Uh, so over the winter, you know, me and my dad and my uncles, we had to, uh, you know, we painted it up, got it decaled, put all the motors, and made some adjustments over. But, yeah, I was itching at the belt for March to roll around. Carrie, how'd you get your start? Well, as a kid, when I was younger, my great uncle, Mike, and... Uh, that would be my grandpa's brother. He used to, and Kenny, they used to race. So, I mean, growing up, I never really was around it a whole, whole lot. And then when I started dating Tyler, of course, I was here every weekend in the garage with him, that kind of thing. And then, I don't know, it's probably the first year we started dating. I came down here to Brownstown, and actually Jason Heyman, one of our good buddies, he wanted Tyler to get in the Hornet to hot lap it. And so instead, Tyler's like, babe, you got to get in it. So, of course, I talked myself into it, and I jumped in it, hot lapped it got out and loved it so called my dad he couldn't believe it and told him i was like we gotta buy it so we actually ended up buying the car that i hot lapped that Heyman had had and i loved it ever since and if you're gonna have to if you're gonna be at the track anyway you might as well be exactly fun as well. exactly now that your mom has it been hard to kind of step back a little bit you know to be mom yeah i mean kind of but now that i'm a mom i mean that kind of comes first i mean that's definitely the first first thing is to be a mom that's kind of why i've kind of stepped back a little bit and i'm obviously not doing much racing now i didn't race last year due to being pregnant um so yeah being a mom and a parent definitely changes everything yeah yeah the bad thing about it was it was last year we come out to practice (laughs) And we done some things over the winter with with her car, and the car was really fast. And she went out there and really impressed me. I'm like, man, she she's gonna well, she's gonna turn some good laps this year. She's gonna she it was ran my goal. She, she ran third the last race at Fun Fest, and I was like, man, she might get her win this year. And that next week, found out I was pregnant. <laughs> so oh crap! Yeah. So the race car gets parked. Yeah. <laughs> Got to practice it, and that was it. <laughs> That's just not fair because that gives you a taste of what it, you got. It did. Uh, it did, yeah. You can't go anywhere with It was that. really good, and I was proud of myself because I got out there, and I told Tyler, I was like, I think that was the best I've ever been. I was like, I think I'm going to be really good. And then next week, found out I was pregnant, so that really put a damper on that. <laughs> so, obviously, that opportunity to get in and hot lap the car, you know, got you the bug, but... 
what was it like as you kind of went through that process of, of feeling it out and learning how to drive and you know, kind of really jumping in head first? At first, it was definitely hard. I mean, you can sit in the stands and watch a driver every week, and they make it look easy. And, it's, and every fan thinks they can oh, do it Oh, everybody a thinks that they can race it, and it's definitely not, not true. So, I mean, just sitting up there and watching, you definitely, I mean, getting in it and... I get, you know, practice makes perfect, and you got to be as good as what your race car is. I mean, so if your race car is not good, to me, you're not going to be a, the greatest driver either. So, And, Tyler, same thing to you. I mean, as you, you get the mini stock there at 14 years old at Christmas, and what, what was kind of that learning process as you, as you went along? You know, when I first got it, uh, we ran it down there at Thunder Valley. Mason Fleetwood was running the track back then, and uh, when I went out there, I – I just wanted to hold the daggone thing to the floor and go as fast as I could. And, but then, once you strap in and get out there, it's like, oh, man, you know, I, I was starting to get a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but we got out there, and uh, they created a little uh, class for uh, uh, kids uh, 16 and that didn't have their license back then. Because back then, when I started, you had to have your driver's license to race here at Brownstown. So I couldn't come to Brownstown. That's why we end up get doing that little mini stock. Uh, but, uh, yes, it was very nerve-wracking. Uh, I mean, I was 14 years old and I driving a four-speed car. So uh, it was – You had a it, learning – I mean, for one, you didn't even know how to drive no, yet. No, so, And then you're in a race car. No, so. yeah. I, I – they bought – we got that race car. My grandpa, before we even went to the racetrack, he bought me a little Chevette for $200, and my dad – got out there and we've got cornfields out there he made a racetrack and uh, i practiced because i had to get the shifting down and so it was get off the school bus get your work done so you go out there and play it so was, so really your first race car was a chevette so you yes. have come a long way from the first car yeah <laughs> starting with that definitely a long he, he way he won every feature in the chevette Oh, absolutely. He race nobody, so. <laughs> no doubt. Feature winner every time. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> That's where he practices victory lane speeches, yeah. too. He pulled it around <laughs> and stopped. Yeah, we definitely had a lot of fun in that old thing. Now, you know, as again, as you kind of talk about that, that learning curve, I think it's really cool as we've talked to a lot of drivers. I think we also think as fans sitting in the stands that, you know, you're kind of invincible. And every driver has kind of said that first time that – you're headed into the corner. It's it's a different feeling to figure out, is the car going to hold? Am I going over the bank? What's going to happen? So it's cool to hear you say that you do have some of those those uh, nerves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh... – Yeah, I, I, I meant from coming down here to Brownstown when I first got in the super stock, you know, back then – you know, John Gill and Jewel, they'd always dip that thing off the front stretch and ramp it back on and uh, put it up there on the high side. And I told my told Dad, I said, when I get my super, I'm, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's it's not real it's not a, it's not as easy as it looks. Everybody, you know, thinks it's easy, but it's it's it's, it's hard. Does it feel like you're going to flip over when you drop off the, the other side of the banking? Uh, the way Jim's got the track now, yeah, uh, when when you used to, you could you could dip it off a little bit and keep the car going. But the way the tracks now, it's it's so steep when you drop off. Uh, yeah, uh, you definitely if you're gonna go off, you want to go off quick because you, I mean, you could see a lot of guys they they get the frame rails dug into the to the point there and uh, end up flipping over. But yeah, if you're gonna go off, you want to. Yeah, it's it's definitely definitely scary feeling. That's like there at the beginning of the year. I was leading the race and uh, dip it off turn three, and like I said, the weekend after I won, that was I, I could I could have cried in my car when I dipped that right rear off the off the back stretch there. When you went from the mini stock to the super stock, what was a learning curve there? Going from a front wheel drive and a car you had to shift to the rear wheel drive, where you know you put it in race gear and you went. Uh, well, that Chevette we had, it was real, it was rear wheel drive, uh, but I mean going from 150 horsepower to 500 600 horse uh, that that was the that was the biggest thing because back back when i started here i mean brownstown it was like asphalt yeah every weekend and that was the biggest learning curve for me when i first started uh throttle control car control when the track got black slick i could run it like a bat out of hell when the track had moisture but when and there's many nights I started on the front row of the feature, and about three laps, I was on the tail. You know, it, it took me a long time to figure it out. 
And how do you? I mean, what is that? Pro- I mean, obviously just experience, but how do you fight that that throttle control where, you know, I know I want I'm, – I'm trying to catch somebody and I want to go faster, I want to no. press it, but to hold to your line and hold to your throttle control so you, you can catch. It, you got you got to have a good race car underneath of you. I mean, because if the race car is not there, I mean, as you can see here lately, I haven't been doing as good on the black, but uh, you got to have a good race car. Because if you don't, it don't matter. You can have freaking Scott Bloomquist in there, and he's not going to do any good. But that, that's that's the biggest key, and uh, you know, you got to go in there and you got to keep the car straight. I mean, it. I'm for not a lot of people that's ever done it. I mean, it's like ice. I mean, it. You can if you go in there, you'll skate for days. But you got to keep the car nice and straight. And uh, I mean, you can feel it when you get on that throttle. You feel that ass in wanting to kind of kick out a little bit. And uh, yeah, that's the main thing. You got to keep it straight. Do you just have confidence that the car's going to catch? You know, like you said it's on ice. So yeah. You, you go in there, you just have to say the car's going to catch and we're going to go forward. So. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of the plan every night for the feature when it rolls out. You hit that first corner, and if it doesn't catch you, oh crap, we're in for a long, we're in for, in for a long twenty-five laps. But yeah, uh, you hit that first corner if you know if it's if it's scotched up good, uh, it's going to be a good night. And is that where you you know people say if you slow down you go faster? Is that when the oh. tracks like that? Is is that how it is? You yeah, it, yeah, exactly. You you can't go in there and uh, mock ten like you can you know in the heat race and really blast that cushion. It you gotta back your corner up. That way you can get turned and get a good run off the corner. You know it's you get in there hot, you're just gonna get in there sideways and lose so much momentum. Now, with that, is that the kind of track you would prefer, though, is a, is a black, slick clap track? Yeah, because it took me so long to get a hold of it and to try to figure it out. But to be a good driver, that's what you got to – you got – that's what all the good drivers are good on. You know, anybody can drive on a ha- fast, heavy track, and uh, that's what I like. Uh, but in this late mall, you know, I, I, I like getting up there and riding the cushion, but – you see the better drivers come out when the track's black and slick. I, I think it's racier when the track's black and slick. I mean, you've seen it down here two weeks ago. You know, me and Tyler Neal run side by side, and that's what I've been striving to, to do, you know, because Brownstown's so high side dominant, and we've been trying to get better in the middle of the racetrack. That way we can get up there. Well, it seems like the middle of the track sometimes when it gets black and slick comes in better than even the mm-hmm. high side, like you said. You know, they, it's almost like it's got progressive banking. Like, yeah. if you get right there in the middle, you kind of get a little bit of both both bankings there and can run on it. Yeah, I, when track slows down a little bit and there's really nothing to get a hold of on that top side, that middle's got a little cup in it, and you can really sh- feel it shoot you around there. Now, Carrie, I'm going to ask you, since we, we talked about, obviously, with, with you having the baby and, and stepping out of the car for a while, What's it like now as a parent with, with Tyler climbing in every week? Makes me a nervous wreck. <laughs> and it, isn't it just totally different, the yeah, thoughts and the feelings? Yeah, it is and the thoughts and the feelings. I mean, I still get excited. I'm anxious. I just want him to win, and obviously, always. And, I mean, so just, it's just the adrenaline, I mean, too. I mean, even though I'm not the one racing, but my heart's still beating. I mean, it just makes me nervous because, you know, he's my <laughs> husband and my father to my child. Do you approach it differently now that you're dad? I mean, does that cross your mind at all? Or once you get in the car, it's just race car only? Or, uh, I mean, and she knows this. When, when I'm at the racetrack, when I get there, you know, I, I, talk, zone. I talk to talk to everybody. But when I get in the car, uh, I'm not serious, but I'm, I, I'm not as chit-chatty as I, I normally would be with everybody. But, you know, over this past winter, we, uh, you know, a lot of these tracks, you got to have fire suppression systems, you know. And we got some of that stuff, you know. Like my dad said, you know, your life's your life's worth more than eight hundred dollars to buy buy some of the safety equipment. You know, it has crossed my mind a little bit, but I'm there. You know, when I get when I get in the race car, I'm I'm there to do one thing. You know, I want to win. You know. Well, I, was, I would think if you got in there, and that's what you thought about was family and being a dad. You probably you probably your competitive competitive edge would probably fall way off because you're thinking about the wrong things. You know, at that point and. 
you know, that, that's understand because you're a competitor. Yeah. So you, you got to get that competitive mind. Yeah. You know, I I give her give my wife a kiss every time before I get in the car, but. Yeah, when, I, when I'm sitting in the lineup shoot, I'm not thinking about date night. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't expect you to. You mean, you mean you're not at date night when you're at the track and you're in the lineup shoot? That doesn't count? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Th- that's what she says in the summertime, you know, uh, b- before racing. You know, before racing starts, you know, she says, well, we better get our Fridays and Saturdays in before long. Date nights at the racetrack. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's touch on that. I know, Carrie, I reached out to you, and we're going to have a whole episode on this with the wives, but you have to give up as much as he does because, right. you know, Saturday nights when everybody's like, hey, let's go to the lake, let's go to the movies, let's go do all these other things, you know, because of you're married to a race car driver, you're going to be at a racetrack exactly. somewhere. Exactly, so, yeah. I mean, you know, like my girlfriend, you know, I'm, I'm not a race car driver, but I'm dedicated. And she says I'm married to this place, you know, <laughs> and that's why I can't marry her. But, but you know, it's, uh, you know, you, you have to give up everything he gives up. You do. A lot. I mean, you got to think you're not just giving up time spent together because Tyler's the guy that's in the shop. He's in, out there Monday through Friday. He's getting everything ready. He gets out there as soon as he gets off work and he's not home till 9, 10 o'clock every night, you know. So you're giving up time through the week and then weekends and stuff you're giving up time to hang out with your friends do things with family and stuff which is fine because i mean i love it just as much as he he does so i'm not mad about it i'm not upset so i i like our saturday night date nights at the racetrack <laughs> and, and we've we've tried to spotlight the, the wives and girlfriends a lot because you know you guys have to be understanding and, and enjoy the sport as much as your husband or, or boyfriend does because there's you know there's as much dedication from you guys as there is from you know anybody on the crew or the driver yeah you know, and your, your dad tyler you know he's your right hand man there so i mean you know he's he's given up a lot too to make sure you can you can keep going so you know it's a it's a support system inside that that really thrives all this yeah it takes everybody it's not just the wives i mean it takes the whole whole family really yeah it, 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 that kind of part has changed this year you know i pick my daughter up after work every day uh I get home, you know, I, I try to spend, you know, a little time with her because some, some nights I get home, you know, she she's in bed, you know. I, don't, I try to spend time with my wife, help her out with things because, uh, yeah, they're, through the week I'm not really home a lot. Friday nights I try not to go out to the garage if we're not racing just to, just to have a little family time because <laughs> I know, you know, sh- stuff gets neglected through the, through the summer. I, I understand that too. That's what I try to do is Friday is uh, – is you know do something with with the family and i know we got rained out here not too long ago and and jamie she gets a hold of me and she's like hey we're going i think we're down to florence and i was like i'm gonna pass i said i need to do some family things you know because it's a night we're not racing so Mm -hmm. and he just you know him having a brand new baby too he's we we bit off this podcast thing so you know every wednesday night we're locked down with it and then he tries to be at the racetrack every weekend also so his his wife's starting to understand the uh, the racing world too. But you did the right thing because that's the same thing I did with the podcast and my wife is I, uh, I I included her in our other podcast. I pulled her in, so I knew then she wouldn't tell me no. So I, <laughs> if you get them involved, they have yeah. to they, they have definitely to buy won't in. say no. Absolutely, that was the plan. So so Tyler, what was it on the flip side? What was it like? Even obviously, it was before the your daughter. But what was it like when Carrie was in the car for you? You know, when I first saw when. When I first saw her out there, you know, I understand kind of how she. I, I was nervous for her, you know. I don't. I didn't want. It. You know, she's she's a girl, you know. She's out there with a bunch of guys. That's that's really. It's not heard of a lot, and you know that protector kind of comes yeah, out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. you know, when when there's a girl out there on the track, you know, some some people are not going to race her like another another guy. But I was nervous, but so excited because she. That first time she, uh, that first time she come in, the smile on her face was so big that she had, you know, we had something in common, you know, and uh, we could do it together. I was, I was so excited for her, but the new kind of wore off a little bit, and then you know, the competitive edge. I was wanting her to do better, babe. You know, we'd come, we'd, we'd come home, we'd get in arguments. We would argue about <laughs> setup. I should have went to the top. I'm, no, I should have went to the bottom. No, you should have exactly, stayed there. That's where I was getting. We would ready watch to go videos. Next. We would. <laughs> I, I was going to say the same thing. Did this leave the racetrack and go home at night? So uh, a lot of times, a lot. you know, 
she, when her, when she was in her little hornet, we ran down there at Thunder Valley, and uh, that, that was a long ride home sometimes. It was. On, on Friday nights, you I know. Didn't do good. And uh, if, uh, yeah, some but, nights we went to bed and not talking. <laughs> but now, Carrie, that you're sitting in the stands watching him and you have a background, do you, do you critique him? now sometimes i mean not as much now that he's in this late model class because i don't really know a whole lot where he should run i mean i'm still kind of grasping that but when he was in the street stock class i mean i caught a wind of that a lot i mean i could tell where he should run and where he should have moved or went high or whatever you know i can now i can i could have griped at him then but i really didn't i mean a whole whole lot you should pull the video out i mean you should pull it right out there and just say here let's here, talk this is where you <laughs> screwed in the up talk, though you guys probably went home a lot with the grin on your face we did you, you we did there, yeah. I mean, yeah yeah you know. yeah they're towards the end uh we we were the last three or four years in my super stock we were we were really good uh but you know i spent uh, what was it 12 years in the super stock class it, it there's a lot of struggles but uh in the last three or four years, we we definitely had some stuff figured out and uh, definitely made it fun every week. I remember interviewing you for in the fast lane when we was down in Chandler when we traveled with the, with the Indiana Pro Late Models, and you said coming to this class made you humble because you were so used to rolling on the racetrack and winning that you had to almost like relearn what it was like to, to struggle. And I mean, is that starting to go away now, or you still have nights where you struggle? Uh, no, not really. You know, that's like you know back to the driving style, like uh, the street stock. You know, I kind of drove it like an asphalt car, you know, straight. You, you can't really get them cars so bent out of shape. You know, with, with this late model, you got to really get in there and hustle it and uh, drive it aggressive. And, you know, I'm starting to get to that point where um, I'm driving harder. Uh, I got the car more figured out. It was it was last year we came down here for a practice, and uh, I hopped in Aubrey's car just try to fill it out. And uh, I was totally lost because they drive so different. And uh, it felt like I was in a, a big old limousine when I got in there. <laughs> I said, "I said, man, I, I kind of wanted to get back in one, but after I got in it that night, I said, I, I don't think I would go back to where I, it would take me a minute to get to figure it out again." But, Is the reaction on the car slower then from your late model? Like, uh, oh yeah. Uh, even though my crate hook car has less power than my super stock, I mean they go faster. The steering's way better. Uh, just the reaction time uh, of the brakes. Uh, there's so much more grip. I mean, you got this this big tire uh, to deal with, but yeah, it, there it's it's night and day difference. But you know that that's good for us because you know we're both non-racers. We neither one ever raced, but that's good for people in the stands to hear that yeah. it's such the big difference because you know you do see a couple drivers run in different classes, and we talked before yeah. we went on the air that you said that. You know, you tried it one time and it wore you out. Yeah. You know, trying to run two different cars, and yeah. they were both late models. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I definitely give uh, props to uh, Peden. You know, he's came in this year and he he's uh, been he was definitely running really strong. And I, it it took me a while, uh, which I really didn't have a whole lot of help when I first started. We we bought that car, my first late model off Terry Phillips, and he kind of helped me out a little bit. The even the crate to the super, they're. It's a big difference, you know, because uh, we got half the horsepower a super a super does. So, now that's a positive. You, you're in a rocket now, yeah. And they have very very good customer support, right? I mean, they, they uh, help you as much as oh, they can. Oh, right? definitely. You know, uh, yeah. I, if I got questions, you know, uh, I call over there and uh, they're they're right there to answer. Uh, I know a couple guys that I there's two people over there I normally talk to, and you know they know, they know me by name. Uh, so. Uh, Yeah, that really means a lot. I mean, because that, that is a top-notch place over there uh, at Shinston. Uh, they deal with a lot of a lot of people, and you know, I call over, hey Tyler, you know how's it going? You know, and, uh, that, that really means a lot uh, that I can I can get that. I also, you know, I, I deal a lot with uh, Randy Cordy. I got hooked up with him last year, and uh, he is he's definitely helped. He was here at Brownstown a couple times about two or three weeks ago, and. Uh, for him, that was the first time he's really got to watch me, and uh, it's, it definitely helped when, when he can see what the car needs, and uh, he's definitely helped me out a lot. If I was going to have to spend the money that you guys spend on chassis, that customer support would be really high on my list because, you know, getting in, it's like, man, I don't know anything. And, you know, those guys building them every day, being around them, and the customer base that Rocket has, I mean, their depth of information is probably 
you know, second to none, really, to help top oh, the driver yeah. out. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, you know, just just the three years I've been in it, uh, I think it was like what 2016. Uh, the cars have come so far. It, it's stupid. It's they got so much technology these days. You know, I went over to the rocket school over the winter, and just the engineering and tech, technology that is uh, based off these cars is it's uh, it's crazy. Now, Tyler, as you're going, I don't want you to give away any of the secrets you have getting prepared, but when you go into a week and you're thinking about, let's say, Brownstown Speedway, what, what's your thought process about setups? I mean, don't get detailed and give anything away, but, but what, what are you thinking about, you know? Uh, I mean, normally, you know, we get the car back to the shop, we assess everything and make sure nothing's broke, damaged, bent, or, you know, and I, I kind of go over you know, if we had a good week before, you know, we go through uh, in the fast lane in the videos, and uh, we really watch the videos of the car and uh, to, to see what it needs. You know, normally at Brownstown, you go out, you know, we hot lap qualify. Uh, the tracks usually really muddy, and that and you got you got to be able to qualify. You got to start up front in these heat races because if you don't, you're not going to come from the back. It's really hard. There's a lot of competitive people, but uh, you got to have you got to be really free early really really free and uh you know you do a lot of stuff with your tires uh your bars in the back uh different angles different angles do different things with the car it could tighten you up loosen you up uh, but then from you know from the heat uh, qualifying the heat race you gotta track track's gonna go away a little bit you gotta tighten up tighten up tighten up and uh it's just a guessing game what the track's gonna do because when our cars get out there the, the track goes through a big a big change, and you go out there. There's going to be a little brown. Time we get done, it, that brown's gone. You know. No, the, the Indiana Pro Late Models they travel. You know, we, we probably kept the travel back more this year than ever. But you know, you race here, Bloomington Speedway. We raced at Terre Haute, which you went to Terre Haute two or three weeks ago and mm-hmm. came back with the win. So I know you really like that going yeah, up there because yes. uh, you won last year when the crates went up there, and then we went, used to go down to Chandler. Did you like that traveling, or is that that harder on the family and yourself getting the car ready when we travel? No, I I, I like traveling around. Uh, I like getting out and running different places, uh, like in the Superstock. You know, we weren't just dedicated to Brownstown. Uh, it's good to get out because that makes you a better driver, running, putting yourself in different situations, and uh, you don't get burnt out on the same same racetrack, the same drivers. It, but yeah, I, I like getting out. Yeah, this weekend, you know, we got Brownstown Thursday, and uh, we're going to load up and go to Florence. They got a big crate race for us uh, Saturday, so I'm really excited about that. I, I like getting out and uh, running different tracks. I know when I went with you guys up to Terre Haute last year, you know, I've been around racing my whole life, and the announcer's booth is on the inside of the racetrack there. And when they cut you guys loose for hot laps, and I watch you guys go into one, I was like, oh, my God, these guys are flat. Because, you know, if you've ever watched the race from inside the racetrack, it looks faster anyway. Mm -hmm. But you guys are flat flying up there and then being on the inside. I was like, my gosh, these guys are going to get hurt today. I mean, because I can't believe how fast that racetrack is. Yeah, that I I definitely, uh, definitely, uh, that was an experience uh, Terre Haute was. uh, But, yeah, running different racetracks, I, I love it. I wish... I set out at the beginning of the year. I said I wasn't going to run for points, and uh, and I got sucked into it. You know, the, so that's what every driver sucker. says at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Well, I, you know, the, we got a lot of rainouts, and we're the tracks I was going to go to. I was I was going to start out at Brownstown for the first couple of races, but I was going to venture off, and uh, it got rained out, so we got stuck at Brownstown. And you know, there there that first month and a half, two months, we've done really good, and uh, it sucked me in. <laughs> Talk about some of those other tracks, though, and, and which ones are your favorites outside of Brownstown Speedway, and why? Why why do you enjoy being at those tracks? I don't. It, it's hard to pick out a, a favorite one. Uh, I know uh, Putnamville. I always ran really good in my Superstock air. Uh, that that's a good racy racy joint. Uh, always had a lot of fun side by side action. It really doesn't matter. Uh, where you go, if you can race on it and and pass, eh, it's fun. But you no, know, that's all I. It, when you when you get on something that's 
single file freight train yeah, that's never any fun but uh i've really not been out to Ill- anything in illinois i've kind of just kind of hung around indiana and kentucky uh but uh yeah i'm always up for a new adventure I- i'm gonna point out too that your rookie year up in the indiana pro late models you raced with hudson and your second year you raced with hudson and that has to be hard because i mean you know he was always up front you know he was on a you know which you know, he's racing for lucas oil now yeah. so that you know that tells some things there but did that make you a better driver because you know you had to roll out and race him with pretty much every feature you was in oh, on your oh year? yeah definitely uh you know and when i at my first year you know i watched him really close i mean because that kid he had the best equipment he had the knowledge behind him and you know it, it's making it's made him a really good driver and you know i've watched him uh you know, a lot of people, I get criticized the way I drive now, but, I mean, Hudson was 100%, and uh, he you've got to be in these, this crate division because there's no motor. I mean, you got we're all stuck together, and you have to drive hard. But, yeah, uh, you know, H- Hudson w- was uh, a big part of of where I've come from, you know, trying to driving-wise, just watching him and uh, seeing what I needed to do trying to base – base my driving style off his. Once again, we'll apologize for the brakes there, but we just can't talk over the uh, the motors there and the truck and tractor pull. So, but, you know, that you, you told me there when we was in Chandler that you was humbled because of that, but, it, you know, it's hard coming in as a rookie in a brand-new class and then try to beat, you know, a guy like Hudson O'Neill and, you know, Stapleton, you know, he was kind of in that, that same money pool that Hudson was and then racing with all them. Oh, yeah, it's definitely, you know, you, you go in there and get your head beating in the ground every week. I mean, he, he that, them first year or two in, in the class, I mean, he stomped a mud hole in us every week. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, everybody thought he was cheating, you know, but, you know, I come from the super stock. When we in the last couple of years, people said we were cheating. You know, you know we'd done our homework, yeah. and and I knew, you know, uh, Hudson had good stuff, and uh, you know he, he he's a good driver, and uh, and uh, you, you, and I knew watching him, uh, that's what I wanted. I, I wanted it to be what he had and uh, do what he did. You know, you you're young in age, but you have become almost a mentor. To the people in the super stocks, because you know Mike Fields thanks you every time he's down there. Uh, Jason Heyman, you know he always he always throws out a shout out to you when I interview him. So all you know your years in the super stocks, them guys are going to you now because they can remember you know you for you know, like you said two or three years ago you was the man in yeah. the super stock and so does that does that make you feel good when you can pass that knowledge back down to them? And I know you know Aubrey she comments a lot on you that you help her out a whole lot too. Yeah, and that's like Mike. You know, he he was part of a lot of my success coming the last two years. He kind of hopped on board there and and uh, helped out a lot. He drove one of our other cars, and you know I gotta give a lot of thanks to him. But yeah, uh, you know I helped Jason, uh, Aubrey. You know, there's a couple other people I help here and there, but you know them are. Them two good people are my main focus, but yeah, it's always interesting, you know, being at the track or uh, sitting sitting at the house. Somebody will give me a call and uh, ask me for advice. You know, when I first started in that class, you know, you know, I sucked <laughs> and uh, it wasn't any good, you know. And and you know, we was talking about Joe Johnson earlier, and uh, I remember one night, you know, I was probably in the class five or six years, and I told Joe, I said, I wish, I just wish I. Could you know, Mike Fields was running good back then, and Jimmy Ruddick. I said, I just wish I could sit in their car one night. That way, I knew what it, what the feel was that I needed to feel. And uh, he said, "Man, you'll get there one day. You'll get there." And you know, he came up to me in my last year in the Superstock. He said, "You remember that conversation we had about eight years ago?" He said, uh, "Was you're kicking their ass now, AJ?" <laughs> so now that you when you made this jump to the the crate, who were the guys that as you made that transition you went to? ask you know advice and things like that yeah when we jumped up to the crates you know we we didn't know crap about the car you know i bought the car off uh, it was a rocket car i bought it off terry phillips you know he helped me a little bit but you know super deal crate deal totally different uh there for a while we just got at it and drove the daggone thing Thank you.
It's kind of funny how things come full circle. It, it, that's almost like the Chevette back when you were 14. We yeah. just got in and drove the yeah. gun thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, uh, a little more expensive yeah. than 250 bucks. Oh, but. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I got in it, and I kind of, you know, Brad Irwin, he kind of, da- I kind of took some advice off him. Uh, Mark Barber, you know, I work with Blake at work, so kind of was – I really didn't know what to do. Just learning, learning the stuff on the race car, because there's so much going on on one of these things. And uh, you know, I, I, you know, I bought, I bought a rock car, and I called them. You know, they helped me out. But you know, a young guy buying a used car, crate car. You know, they really didn't think a whole lot. Think I'm not say a whole lot of me, but you know. I didn't sound real too smart, you know, calling over, hey, you know, what do I need to do this thing? <laughs> you didn't but, even know the questions to ask. Well, exactly. You know, exactly. I wasn't used – I knew I knew what I wanted, but trying – You wanted to go fast. Yeah. But, but you didn't call and just say, no, hey, it's not no, going fast. I don't no, make it fast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Jerry, if you want to turn any laps in late model, if you try to ask Tyler if you go out there and practice. I wish he'd let me just one time, just once. I mean, you, you being a racer – and then, you know, that's there. I just know. want to try it just once. Uh, <laughs> I think we're stirring trouble. Yeah. yeah. I might intentionally ask I, that question. I, <laughs> oh, I, he's getting quiet. He's talking all night. He's been fine. Man, it's really expensive. <laughs> I won't tear it up. Well, she ain't saying in a race. Yeah. But, you know, you know, maybe By myself. Find a night, you know, because I know here lately, like Wednesday nights, they've been practicing down here a lot here lately. And maybe just show up and. You know, let her turn a lap. You know, see what she because it might be better say, than you. Uh, that's that's what he's afraid of, Gary. That's exactly right. You should have held on to that Chevette. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh man! All right, you know how we talked earlier about those rides home from the racetrack? Yeah, oh, yeah. You just you just <laughs> put it out. You just so. stirred one up on the way home. I want you to take the recorder and mic on the way home. Just turn it on. Set it. The turn back. it on. Well, it's a couple of weeks ago. You know, she decided to put her car up for sale. You know, we got out and washed it and everything that night. She said, "Man, I, uh, I kind of want to get back in." I said, "Oh, God, bless it." You know, well, I, I would really like for her to, but you know, that's her decision. She can do what she wants, but uh, she loves that little girl, and I don't. She's she's just scared. You know, you never you never know what's going to happen when you get in, strap in the car. And I think it's got to be tough too, with both of you being involved. You know, if it's one or the other, um, it's a lot easier. I, I shouldn't say it's a lot easier. It's still anxiety, but, you know, on any given night, the, the dangers that are involved with both of you racing. Well, Curtis Kaiser and Darla going by from Pewter Hall. We were saying hi to them as they walked by here. <laughs> Sponsors of the Pewter Hall Pure Stocks. And the 5C. Yeah, and Tyler Kane. And Tyler Kane. Yeah, we we appreciate what Curtis and Dalla do for us. Uh, they're they're big supporters uh, of the racetrack, and uh, they they do a lot for it. And they're really good people. Go ahead and throw the rest of your sponsors out there too, Tyler. Because I mean, you- uh, we got a couple new ones this year. Uh, I got to thank uh, Techhead Electronics. Uh, they're in Seymour. Uh, Tanner, he's a younger guy, just got out of college. He's got a really good business going on down there. Anything, computers, cell phones, he fixes them sells him uh, uh he's he's got a lot of good stuff going on down there uh i got lynch machining main trailer sales kane turfords by darren kane that's my sister not me uh clean right uh, i got a i got a new one we put on the car this week uh my cousin jeff walters is running for sheriff so we've got him on the car for the fair race uh got pewter hall beach heating and cooling Uh, Rudy and Dick's Barbershop—they always keep me looking spiffy. Yeah, uh, I, I think you know. Of course, my dad—he's uh, a big sponsor, supporter. Uh, well, that's about it. Okay. Uh, who are those? You, you talked about your dad being a sponsor and the help. Who are those other people? Obviously, your wife that let you get to the track every week. That that put in that time to help you get there. Yeah, my dad. Apparently, he's not been in the pits because it's your dad and Carrie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, they're my big two. Uh, Mike Fields, he, uh, you know, he keeps his uh, his uh, super stock there at our shop, and you know, 
I get out there late in the evenings, you know, because I'm trying to spend time with the family and take care of that stuff. But when I get out there, he's he's always working on the car, washing if it needs washed. Uh, yeah, he, he's a big help. Uh, if it wasn't for him, I couldn't do it, you know. My dad, you know, me and my dad are in this together. Everybody thinks, you know, I get a ride handed to me. But, you know, before before I had a job, you know, my dad did hand me everything, you know. And but but now you know we're in it fifty fifty. Uh, my mom does not come to the races a lot. She makes her scared to death. You know I'm I'm thirty years old and she's scared to watch her son go around in circles. But <laughs> she will be here at the fair. She comes two or three times a year. But uh, she does a lot for me. Uh, my both my sisters, you know, helping with sponsors and uh, different stuff that we need to do for the race car. Uh, I mean, it's it's a it's a family deal. Why the oh, fi- oh. we got to thank my father-in-law, uh, <laughs> Jamie Thixton. He uh, he's been ever since you know he, he's kind of come with the super stock a little bit, but ever since it's late mall, he he has had the bug. Uh, he's my tire technician. He he <laughs> he keeps the rubbers on the car. <laughs> Why'd you pick number five? When I first started, it was. Man, I got a I got a race car now. I got to pick a number. Uh, I didn't know what to pick. Uh, I never. I, I I thought and thought and thought. And uh, uh, when I come down to you know, there's uh, me, my mom, my dad, uh, my two sisters, and uh, that's where the five C came from. That's very cool, right? Because yeah. usually, you know, there when we've talked to other drivers, well, my dad had this number, so yeah. I just ran this number, but. I mean, the thought process behind your number is very cool. That, yeah. You know. Yeah, my dad had his number, and, you know, I didn't want to take something that was somebody else's. I kind of wanted wanted to make something that was my own. So, uh, yeah, the family's kind of grown a little bit. Everybody says I need to change my number now. I say, hey, that, that's, that's where it started from. Does this mean you guys are going to have two more? So you no. Have five? No. <laughs> well, no, thank you. We'll have to have another number. They'll have to, so they'll probably go for six. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> we got lots of conversations started for him on the way home. So, getting ready for this week, obviously Thursday night and then the big Florence show on Saturday. Is there anything thinking about that setup, or you, do you just focus on Thursday uh, first and then try and get her ready for Saturday? Uh, we're we're focused on Thursday first, you know. Uh, a lot of what we do kind of can transition to different tracks. Uh, you know, Florence, it's a big half mile. It's fast. Uh, there'll be a, some things we need to do different, uh, but you got to get through Thursday before you can get to Saturday. So uh, uh, I, I'm really excited about Saturday. Uh, I haven't been down. I've been to watch Florence, but I've never got a race there. So uh, I'm really excited about it. So now, and I probably, I, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. When you know you've got a race Saturday that you're that excited about that's a big, big race, do you do you maybe lay back a little bit Thursday, make sure you keep yourself out of trouble, you don't tear the, the car up, keep your stuff clean? I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to that, but I'm going to throw it out to you anyway. Yeah, uh, we're not a high-dollar team. We don't got oogles and oogles of spare parts. You know, we got some, but... Uh, yeah, definitely. When when you got to race a couple days through the week, you definitely uh, you're gonna not. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna. I drive hard every time I'm out there, but you know I'm definitely not. I think twice about uh, what I'm gonna do out there because you know I I, I gotta I got another race this week. We can't be uh, destroying the damn thing. I'm gonna say this though, just because I know you're a race car driver, you probably are saying that now and you're thinking that but when you're in the heat of the battle some of that thought probably goes away because you're thinking man i can do this I yeah can, I- yeah if it's if it's for the if it's for the win yeah uh, saturday can wait <laughs> i was gonna say I, I i believe you sitting here yeah but if you're running second thursday night i'd like to be sitting in the two-seater with this microphone again because i bet the i bet the conversation would be very yeah. different i yeah. bet you'd say i don't care about florence i'm going to get it yeah. right now yeah it, definitely if, if the car is good uh, but you know, if it if it's a, if it's a tight battle, uh, yeah, uh, we can go to Florence some other time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can understand that. So, uh, Carrie, you said you did have a big announcement. Do you want to make it? Have you changed your mind? 
Another time, she says. Okay, that's fair. All right. I can make the announcement. Okay. So I am retiring at the age of 30 from racing. (laughs) (laughs) The number 50 pure stock is for sale. Anybody is interested. It's a good car, fast car, well-built car. She needs a home. And retiring except for the one night that Tyler's going to let you get in the late model. and That's exactly right. right. And just there, hot lap it. Just one, once. One hot lap <laughs> session left in her. Yes. It's a, it's a clause in her retirement papers that she's signing. Yes. That's exactly now, you, right. You better think about that clause in case he moves up to a super. Because I'm sure you want to hot lap that one, too. So. Yeah. I think yeah, you're we'll right. Yeah, we'll just write it in as any future <laughs> any vehicle. Fe- exactly. <laughs> that sounds good to me. I, I tell you, Carla Heyman has really done it in for me because <laughs> I know. Say, Jason let her drive it. Uh, yeah, one. Jason let her drive it, and she blew the motor up because she couldn't get it in high gear. <laughs> and that has scared me ever since. Thanks, Carla. <laughs> so, and Tyler, what what other cars that you've not gotten a chance to get in? Do you have an interest to ever jump in a sprint car in, in anything like that? Uh, a sprint car, I, I, would, I wouldn't want to drive, I wouldn't want to race one full time, but I would love to, love to sit in one one time. Uh, them, them things are out of control. I mean, you—they're on the wheel. Uh, I definitely have changed my driving style a little bit because I remember when Devin got in one. You know, he—you definitely got to get them things sideways. But I—I I would love to drive one. I think I think I, I would like to drive a wing car a little bit. Uh, I like the World Outlaws. They—they—they uh, they, they seem to stay on their lids a little more than, <laughs> than their open wheels. But uh, I, I've had a chance, you know, I've drove a modified a time or two. Uh, I've never really had a whole lot of interest in getting in one of them, but uh, uh, I'd love super late model if I could, but pocketbook's not that big. <laughs> what track have you not raced at that you would love to go to go race at? Eldora. I want to go to Eldora so bad. Uh, I remember that one year they had super stock. They had uh, Jason actually won the race. And uh, we were going to go over there and uh, end up blowing our motor up, man. Definitely couldn't make it. But uh, Eldora, I love Eldora. I tell you what, uh, watching these past couple years, and, you know, we've been going to Terre Haute. I kind of like the bigger tracks. And I'd like to go to Knoxville. That that place that place is racy. It is really I – mean, the groove changes. It's, it's insane. Uh, and it looks like a real fun track to drive. Well, you keep the car pretty straight when you race. You know, your driving style, you, you know, you're not hung out. And yeah. It's almost like your driving style suits that bigger track because you yeah. know, they, they, don't get, they don't lay them all out there on, on no. the bigger tracks there. So maybe that's why you and Terre Haute yeah. have become such yeah. good friends yeah. there because it's, yeah. you, know, it's, you keep the car really, really straight, yeah. it seems like there. Yeah, and, and it hurts me sometimes at Brownstown, you know, when the track's, when the track's heavy. But I, I'm, I'm trying to get better at that. Uh, that's why I kind of get out of control sometimes, people say. But... Uh, <laughs> I'm learning still. Well, we are uh, we're right at about an hour. Um, I do want to give you you a chance a first to uh, to throw out your information your on your sponsors, and then Carrie again make your uh, talk about the pure stock that's for sale, so that uh, those that are listening that may have interest uh, can do that. Yeah, I gotta like again. I gotta say, I gotta thank uh, Techhead Electronics, Lynch Machining, Kane Turford Sales, Clean Right. Uh, Irwin Customs, uh, Jeff Walters for sheriff. Get out and vote for Jeffrey. Uh, he's a good guy, honest, uh, clean cut, super super nice guy. Uh, beach heating and air. I'm sitting here looking at the race car like it's my own car. Or something. But, but I love it because like, you're, you're looking exactly where yours well, you know is. is the are. <laughs> uh, Pewter Hall, Gurker Building Supply, uh, Rocket Chassis. Uh, I think Randy Cordy. Uh, Mike Fields, my dad, uh, Jamie Thixton. Uh, I think that's about it. My wife. <laughs> good ending. Yeah. Very good ending. Number one. <laughs> and then, Carrie, uh, tell us a little bit more again about the uh, Pure Stock is for sale. So, again, the number 50 Pure Stock is for sale. What, she has 14 nights on her, I think. Yeah, yeah she's um, a, brand new, to, brand, brand new. Yeah. Don't want to miss this out on this girl. Uh, she's fast. Motor has how many nights on it? I can't uh, even. I was gonna say sixteen. Sixteen yeah. nights on it, maybe yeah. if that. Um, transmissions 
brand new. Yeah, yeah you're not everything's find a brand deal. new on it. No, we're asking deal. ten grand, so hit us up if you're interested. She needs a new home. And guys, I just want to say, you know, we, we're glad you come out to the fair. You want to do this live to, you know, to work with Browntown Speedway and, and us get out here, but. Definitely keep your calendars open. We want you to come into the studio so we can do the Facebook Live and everything with it. And so, yeah, yeah. this wasn't as technology friendly as we thought it might be. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, we had some hiccups when we got here. And we want to apologize. But yeah, that's all right. Oh, Thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, we had a blast. And uh, soon, Carrie and uh, some other yes. wives of racers are going to come on. And uh, uh, I've even kind of talked my wife into uh, I may step out of the in, the podcast too and let her let her sit awesome. down and kind of talk about you know what she's what Matt was talking about earlier with me kind of getting more involved. And uh, so I think uh, you know for all our, our listeners, that's going to be a really cool episode coming up as well. And all the, the husbands can come. You know, you guys can sit there and. Ooh. Are you sure? Or we can go out on the deck and you don't have to hear what's said. But, you know, it's, uh, I, I think listeners need to know what you guys, you know, they, they you don't You get realize. us women together, we might just go to town. You never know. Well, yes. guys there might not be a lot be of alcohol, wine consumed on that, that evening. <laughs> well, we can probably accommodate. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we take off, I do want to thank our sponsors again. Uh, again, in the fastlaneproductions.com. Schaefer Photos and Custom Tees. Brownstown Speedway come out for the uh, Thursday Night Thunder here this Thursday and then the Saturday Night Fair Race. Um, who, uh, da, 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 da. Billy Bad Fast Performance. I, I don't have my stuff in front of me struggling there. Billy Bad Fast Performance and Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Again, to our fans, we are sorry that we weren't able to be on Facebook Live tonight and missed out on that opportunity, but we will be back next week in the studio with another episode of Throttled Up, the podcast. Also, go to GetThrottled.com to check out all of our episodes, you know, ones we've done in the very beginning before we went to Facebook Live and catch up on all that. So it's GetThrottled.com. Absolutely. Thank you guys again. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. For Brian Clausen, uh. I do them like Kyle Larson. Watch me throw them sliders. Party in Victory Lane, and y'all boys ain't invited. Your mama gets excited when I pull up to unload. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. We don't sit on 24s, we don't ride on spinners. I'm posted up on them 15s with platinum dirt defenders. Got kids up in my window like, hey, Mo, are you gonna win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, cause y'all know I'm about to send it on me. Dirt, 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 I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 I'm throwing dirt, 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 I miss that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to I'm it. I'm a dirt trackaholic, call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 I miss that. Dirt, 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 gotta get back to it. I just won hot laps for the third week. Lil Dave said he thinks we're in the first heat. So I go and check the board on my bike, sitting outside pole. Y'all know what it's looking like. W, W, that's another George W. Hit it, 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 h
hit them with that half a lap Like dang what gear you running dude And where'd you get that fire suit Man I like that stitching Velocity USA Hey just tell Brad that I sent you I'm shining like I'm rubbered up And I'm smiling for the pics Y'all boys be looking tacky while I stay looking slick Four new rims, no new friends They never know what I'm planning And mama just gave me them eyes like Dang baby you looking handsome We pray and sing the anthem Nobody takes a knee We stop and show respect Cause we're all proud to be From the land of the free and the home of the brave Y'all better wake up and get it We're making America great again Let's all go out and kick it on there Dirt, 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 dirt I'm all about that Dirt, 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 dirt I'm throwing Dirt, 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 I miss that Dirt, 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 gotta get back to I'm it I'm a dirt trackaholic, call it what you call it Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that Dirt, 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 I miss that Dirt, 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 gotta get back to it